guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio ZSL podcast. And here I am today, guys. All right, point of notice, we only have three episodes left in this season. Guys, season six is going to be coming to an end. A lot of you are probably saying, man, that was a very, very short season. Yeah, because I didn't include all the basic stuff, which I normally did uh, back in my season five and season four in regards to grammar. But I want to put a lot of grammar and a lot of different things into context instead, because again, a lot of my, my students, they don't need so much grammar. They would like to learn more of the business aspects of a business English, right? So again, if you guys would like to uh, learn a lot more about grammar, you just key in the words and you'll find me easily on Spotify or whatever platform it is you listen to me on, yeah? So again, what we have is an interview. Then after that, we have a couple of workplace scenarios and then we're finished with season one. It feels like it was such a long time. I don't even know when season one started, to be honest with you. I'm going to have to go all the way back and see when it started, but it had to be probably around... Uh, man, I can't even remember. Probably around like eight, uh, November, uh, September, maybe even August of last year. Because I finished that advance a very long time ago, but then I started including a lot of TOEFL, IELTS, TOEIC. Obviously, the business, you know, the, the investment podcast that I do on Monday. So basically, I would have just a Tuesday, Thursday, and maybe a Friday to put the Business English podcast on. Now, in the next podcast, it's going to, there's going to be a lot more. There may be a little bit of reiteration in terms of the things that we've already talked about, but there's going to be a lot more. There's going to be some really, really, really good stuff in there too. Yeah, so I'll be talking about that in the fourth episode, which should be coming up if I'm looking at my schedule correctly, uh, just before my birthday, as a matter of fact. It'll be the 13th or the 14th is when it will officially debut. Uh, I'll be given the nice little introduction and things to look out for, things that we'll be learning, all that other good stuff, right? So with that being said, again, if you guys are listening to this podcast, it's already available on my Business English Podcast badge at $30 a month or the Early Access badge. So if you don't want to wait too long, you could sign up on my Early Access badge and you get all those episodes like at rampant fire, okay? So keep that in mind. And with that being said, guys, there's a worksheet to this, obviously, on my Business English Podcast badge, if you guys want that. But again, if you guys just want to listen to Mr. Tim Chase, who is the managing director of a subcontractor, I'm sorry, of subcontractor support, he's going to be talking about success and change, all right? So before we get into that, I'm going to make sure I hurry up and screen share so you guys listen to what I'm listening to, or else it's going to be a full-on debacle. And here we are, people. Let's get into what Tim Chase has to say. Subcontractor support. We help build, grow, and develop subcontract companies. Okay, success and change. Um, professional achievement, I think, um, is to bring the business uh, to where it is now, um, it being paperless, taking it from quite a labour, um, paper intense office to being um, paperless um, with everything being in the cloud so that we can access everything from wherever we're working. Um, from being a small business growing to a medium size, it's quite a, a change to for people reading bits of paper in the office and actually being able to access it in the cloud. Um, and if they're working in a cafe or working at home, they can access the same information everywhere. All right, so paperless, that's a huge achievement. Now, it won't um, work. 
I think there's different types of um, technology out there now these days that you can use, um, being PCs, um, tablets, um, or on your iPhone. For me, um, it's not the question of necessarily the device, but its location. I think I'm most efficient running using my PC because I'm in the office and it's the environment that helps. Um, for me, a lot of the stuff we do is Excel, so PCs or a laptop is a more, much more efficient than tablets. But if I'm looking at some cloud software, then it, my tablet would be suitable for looking at at home or for travelling. Um, I think the tablets had quite a, a drastic effect on the fact that it's made people be able to work or keep in contact with people um, during, during travel. Um, the, the mobility of it is, uh, well, the bad thing about it is, is always, business is always on people's minds. They don't ever get a break from it because they can always access information. The good thing is, is that if they need to access information, they can do. So it might make their business more efficient in doing that. All right, so here we go. Now, let's break this down because he talks about tablets and the bad thing is because business is always on their mind. But if you're able to manage your time, no, you can't manage time. You have to manage your activities. If you're able to do that, it should be no problem whatsoever. You know, I hear a lot of people point blame at different pieces of technology, but to be honest with you, it's you. It's you. Don't blame it. It's you. And we've already talked about that in terms of people not wanting to adapt to change, me telling you about the thesis that I'm grading with one of my students from France. Um, and, you know, I'm looking at what traditional stores used to be, and they're just so in love and infatuated with the fact that things are not what they used to be. Like a desktop computer. Now, a laptop is much, much better than a tablet in terms of writing. Uh, I just think that tablets are still very limited to what, you know, compared to obviously you know, a laptop, especially if you compare the new tablet, the iPad, right? The, the latest iPad, and you compare it to the iPod 12 that I bought 10 years ago, they're extremely similar. Now, for younger individuals, students who are like in grades seven through 12 out here in Thailand, they love to use tablets. Why? Because they could save their documents and print their documents so easily. They could bring up their Microsoft Word document. They buy that stylus pen that is about 3,000 baht, which is ridiculous, but then they're able to write and take notes and say things and even do Zoom on it. So one of my students, right, she's in Satung. It's way, way deep south. It's very close to the Malaysian border. She learns with me, right, and she learns with me on her tablet. She gets on Google Meet, and she could be traveling anywhere, wherever it is, and she can learn with me. She doesn't have to come all the way back to Bangkok, come to a language center, which is now closed to learn with me. She could learn with me on the go. And this is why I love the fact that technology has, a, it has been able to open up these doors. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have met, uh, you know, a handful of people from Spain and Saudi Arabia and Colombia and Chile and uh, Mexico and, you know, uh, Vietnam, all these places around the globe. I've had students, Serbia, you name it. It's all, and it's because the simple fact that technology is much better than what it was before, because I could tell you right now, if it wasn't for technology, like I've already told you in the previous podcast, I would not have an online business, right? I would be doing the same thing just as everyone else is, the rat race. So here we go, going into the last segment, which is who's calling? Uh, yes, we do use the phone regularly for business. We um, deal with suppliers um, and different accounts. Um, a lot of people, when they make inquiries, are doing that by the phone. So yes, we have a lot of use of phone. 
I think the advantages of using the phone is that it opens up uh, dialogue and you can get some quick answers and have a, a two-way conversation. But I think that at the same time that could be a disadvantage and it could lead into taking a lot longer to deal with certain things rather than just sending an email to instruct someone to do it without coming back with too many questions. And there it is. So again, let's look at what the phone is, right? Because remember, we used to have those home phones, those cordless phones. I think a lot of Americans still have those home phones and those cordless phones. Uh, and it really sucks because out there in Las Vegas, you're not able to get cable. I don't even know who buys cable TV anymore, but you're not even able to get cable without getting the home phone, which you have to pay extra for. So if you say, no, I don't want a home phone, they said, well, you can't, we can't give you cable. I mean, it's so ridiculous. I want Wi-Fi, but we need to give you uh, a home phone. We don't want a home phone, but well, we can't give you Wi-Fi. That's what America is. It's a very backwards, early 2000s society, right? And so, well, Las Vegas, I don't know how other places work. So when we look at what the phone number is, I, there are times that I don't like people intruding with my time, right? So there are a couple of people that I pick up the phone to because I know it's quick information and I need to get everything handled, right? So I know if my job calls me, it's a potential client, right? So of course, I'm going to pick it up. Hey, what's going on? Hey, are you free this day? What's your schedule? Da, 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 da. That gets me all excited. Hurry up, handle that. And that's it. I don't like look at my phone and say, oh, let me message her because I'm busy. No, that only happens when I'm out and about, of course, in public, right? But I still absolutely prefer doing, uh, you know, text messages or stuff like that or messaging on any social media platform or even email. Like, you know, when I got recently what had happened, and it's funny, you guys are going to be listening to this, uh, geez, I think the 6th of, uh, what is it, the 6th of May, happy Cinco de Mayo to all my Mexicans out there. Um, and what had happened last month was there was a big shutdown, right? And so the lady, she knew that calling me, she would probably get her words really mixed up. So instead, she sent me a message. She said, due to the recent outbreak, we're not allowed any insiders into our company until May 4th. Now, it's funny because today you guys are listening to this on May 6th, and it's going to be really interesting to see, okay, are, are they really going to allow people to come in beginning May 4th? Or is this going to be extended to June, July? Or are services and training going to be suspended indefinitely? You know, And this is the dire situation of t in terms of moving things to online and that's what my goal was a long time ago was to move things online because we have become so attached to something that isn't what it is anymore and when i started teaching online it was like early january before COVID even hit it's the simple fact that you know my student and she went to chula university she's like hey you know what hey you know i normally do my work on my tablet you know i'm only free at this time coffee shops aren't open until that late can we do online? I was like, check this out. Let's try online. I'll give you a free hour of online. You let me know how it is. She's like, oh my God, that was perfect. Yeah, because there's not music and Starbucks in the background. There aren't people walking in. There aren't other foreigners coming in with their students. There aren't any distractions. You don't see the Manute Bond, the Manute Loom. That's basically the old grumpy ass old woman or old man. Um, what is it? And so we can really hone down and get a lot of work done online. So that's why when COVID happened, people were still very, very reluctant to put in things online. And it all came because they were like, eh, I'm attached to the past. This doesn't work. But guess what? Now 
it went from me only having about, I don't know, 10% of my online classes to now having 75% of my classes online. And the classes that I don't have online are the classes on Saturday, which I do not absolutely prefer at all. I would not like to teach them at all. So to be honest with you, if they could hurry up and switch one of those classes, uh, the business English class that I have with the pharmacist, someone who works as an HR executive at Tybev, someone who works at Isuzu, and another guy who's actually searching for a job, if we could switch all of that to online, dude, I'm good to go. Sunday's a full day. I picked up another client. My entire week is fully booked. So guys, I look at it as an advantage. I really do. And I think if you are still so attached to the past in regards to your business or you see what's happening in your country and you're like, dude, you guys could do it so much better. And they're very stubborn and they're like, no, I don't think we can do it there. I'm like, dude, you, your business will fail. And a lot of people's businesses have failed because they are reluctant to put things online. I'm going to give you one more thing. There's an application called Food Panda out here in Thailand. It's very similar to Uber Eats. It's very similar to you just ordering on an application, right? So when I was living up country, working for a couple of people last year, right, almost a year ago, uh, Food Panda was the best choice, right? So you got these very extremely traditional small chop, uh, shops, right? I love this guy like I do my next breath. This guy was like 55, but his energy was absolutely insane. He'd be like, Ajahn, Ajahn, hello, Ajahn, blah, 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 blah. Ajahn means teacher, right? And I'm like, dude, this guy's energy at 6 a.m., 12 p.m. when I come on point. And the reason why I'm telling you this is, one, obviously, that's really good service. Two, Fu Panda, he had a device at his shop. And you would just hear, dah, 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 and that means they got an order. And he would pull out the piece of paper and say, okay, song kapamu, okay, song kaitiem, which means like spicy basil uh, with pork. Uh, what is it? Uh, some, some, some garlic sauce covered in pork. Oh, all these different dishes. See, if it wasn't for technology, he wouldn't be getting these extra orders. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So please, if you're one of those people and you have a business or you know someone and you're like, dude, you need to fucking swim, meaning you need to learn or you will sink. Your business will fail. Got it? And with that being said, thank you for tuning in to another ESL podcast, man. I got so much more coming. You guys better stay tuned because, man, I'm on fire over and out.